0: And a very good evening to you and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Koch and my guest in the program tonight is Johan van Sale, who's a senior vice president of Classical Movements which is a travel company and you can tell from its name Classical Movements that it's to do with classical music and the moving of people around the world I guess. Welcome Johan.
1: Thank you very much Richard it's a big honor to be here and um, I look forward to this amazing concert series with the Minnesota Orchestra in a few days
0: from now. Yeah, because that's what you're here for. You uh, w- classical moves. Just tell us what classical movements is.
1: Yes, classical movements is a um, classical music travel um, company. But we we uh, distinguish ourselves. People often say that we arrange the buses and the hotels, but we actually do arrange uh, most of the concerts for most of our clients. We take um, professional. Uh, orchestras on tour, as well as um, youth orchestras, and then a lot of choirs. And we have two of our own choir festivals in the world, plus a young artist uh, opera fest- uh, opera um, uh, 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 young artist festival for opera in Prague every year. Gosh, so you're pretty busy, one way and another. Yeah, we've got 15 permanent staff, but we have very good contacts in 145 countries where we work. And as you know, uh, we've set up a concert series here with our Islamic Festival every year for the 10th year this year already. I remember the first time when we were there and we were all sitting in Regina Mundi. you were there as well. Saduma so was there, lots of other people. And um, it was big, exciting. Now we are part of the every uh, occurrence there, yeah. and it's wonderful to see all the international choirs coming and
0: participating. Yeah. Well, and uh, I've been involved uh, with you for, for many of those years. In fact, I probably met you on your very first visit here. Not you, but, but uh, Nita, who's yes. she's the the president, the president of the company.
1: Yeah, that's correct. N- Nita Helms, um, she's originally from India, but she's been in the U.S. for 32 years already, and she started this company with her f- previous husband who passed away some years ago. Um, and uh, in 1992 so the company's just turned 25 last year and we're very proud of it um, it was originally a travel company but it's very soon materialized into a classical music company because Nita had this the, sti- uh, the, the um, uh, situation in her uh, life in India where um, her father and her family was Christians but also classical music Western classical music lovers which are quite rare in India, and she grew up with piano lessons, and her father and mother singing in uh, in a choir traveling all over the world, the Paranjoti Choir, which is quite a well-known choir in the world, and that's how it
0: started. And here comes your first choice of music, which is by Leonard Bernstein, appropriately because this Mm. is his centenary, and it's the Overture Candide. The Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra under Maris Janssen's playing the Overture to Candide by Leonard Bernstein, and I'm sure there have been Leonard Bernstein uh, centenary celebrations this year, have there in America? Many, many.
1: The Philharmonic, uh, New York Phil, is r- currently right busy with the series as well, but there are many orchestras are doing that, and uh, the Kennedy Center as well. Um, and it's building on a momentum. You know, last year was the JFK 100, and our festival in Washington was very involved with that. We're very um, happy that we are now partnering, or the Kennedy Center is actually partnering with our festival every year. This year we had the Mandala 100 just about a week ago. And um, it's incredible that um, uh, such big happenings of such uh, celebrations of such huge people in the music industry and even in just
0: the world history. Well it's amazing because I get all your, your mails about the things you do and it almost feels as though you are celebrating more of Mandela than we are in South Africa, because it seems that his centenary is being celebrated all through the world, actually.
1: Yes, it is certainly. It's uh, alive and well everywhere. We travel a lot, and um, this year particularly, I've traveled quite a lot with professional orchestras and youth orchestras. Just come off a long trip with the Boston Philharmonic Youth Orchestra, uh, Ben Zander, the conductor in um, Europe, and it was just amazing how you could see Mandela everywhere people yeah. had, taking note. Lots of his quotes are being quoted. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, for a South African, yeah. it's, it's
0: heartening to see. Yeah. And how did you, uh, Johan van sale how did you get involved with an American travel company?
1: You know some of these three, um, uh, Richard. Uh, first I want to say that um, I've had my own safari company in South Africa, so I've been in tourism for quite a number of years. and. Um, Classical Movements came to uh, South Africa shortly after 1994 to come and start working here, and um, found my company shortly after that, um, and partnered for me to uh, work with their groups coming. And it went well for a few years, and then suddenly they came with a choir of uh, 180 singers and a couple of spouses, they were 215 in total, and I see your smile, you remember that. I don't know if it's... uh, uh, they came on a three-week tour, a nine concerts all over the country, and you remember they were at the um, Arts Festival in Gramscian as well, and all those, and uh, I think your orchestra actually, but yes, yes, uh, that's yeah. right. Oh, we did the um, Haydn's creation. Yes. That was a wonderful yeah. memory. Um Wonderful group of uh, people as well. They've just celebrated their 20th anniversary a b- week or two ago when Nita was there and it was at, in Yale. That was the, yes, the Yale, Yale
0: Alumni Choir. That's yes.
1: correct, yes. So um, wonderful people and we've had, uh, they constantly tour with us all over the world. But to come back to how did I get there, so I started working with their groups and that specific tour, the Yale Alumni Chorus tour, came around and uh, in 2007 and that's where I met you for the first really? time.
0: Yeah. Well, and one of the pieces that we actually sang together with uh, the Yale Alumni Choir on that trip was Bawotiko Somandla, uh, which is a song which Professor Kumalo arranged. This is actually an orchestral arrangement of it, and this is done by the National Symphony Orchestra, and I'm conducting. Bawotiko Somandla, a piece by Mzilikazi Kumalo, arranged for orchestra by Peter Louis van Dijk, and played there by the National Symphony Orchestra and that's the choice of Johan van Sale, who is the Senior Vice President of Classical Movements. Now this company, Classical Movements, is bringing I think for the first time an American orchestra to South Africa, a professional American orchestra. Yes, we're very, very, um, uh, there's a lot of world attention on this tour.
1: It's just, um, uh, you know, it's very costly for for an organization like that to travel, you know, very well, but um, uh, their patrons and their um Sponsors raised the money for this trip, so there's nothing that uh, they they bringing to the country and they're coming to the country. It's the first time ever professional orchestra from the United States are visiting Africa, not even South Africa. And we have five concerts um, in Cape Town, Durban, Pretoria, Soweto and Johannesburg and it's really been two years of arrangements. It's just incredible, a lot of arrangements, but um, everybody's excited. They're buzzing in, in Minneapolis. They have actually got their Summerfest going right now and they're celebrating Mandela there. They, I just saw a picture the other day of them all with their South African scarves outside Orchestra Hall, and um, it's really very a lot of exciting.
0: So just tell us what's happening, because I know that there are some South African singers, a quartet of South African singers also going to Minneapolis now. That's correct. Yeah, no.
1: that's um, for the Beethoven, of course. They're doing the same rep that they're going to do Yeah, in the concerts in uh, Johannesburg and Soweto there on the 21st. And the um, uh, premiere of the new commission by um, Bongani Ndodana Breen from Cape Town is being played. Uh, it's going to be uh, presented there for the first time and then they're coming with it here. And there's four South African soloists. Um, And we're also bringing the Minnesota Chorale uh, over, about 50 of them, uh, to sing in the Beethoven here in Gauteng.
0: Of course, it's a pretty big tour.
1: Oh, yes. And uh, we're going to partner with Gauteng Choruses, um, uh, about 80 of their singers, onto those two concerts. And yes, the, the touring party is about 300 people.
0: That's a lot of people to move around. Yes, <laughs> It's like a whole plane load, that's, that's or more a than a plane logistics,
1: load. Logistics, yeah. Talking yeah. about that um, uh, a few years ago, three, in 2015, the same orchestra was the first orchestra to go back to Cuba after normalizing some relations uh, through Barack Obama's years. Um, and it was also a huge happening, and we arranged all of that as well, uh, and it actually uh, changed the perspective of musicians and uh, staff in this orchestra tremendously for the better. And it's just a different orchestra after that. And so they're so looking
0: forward to coming to South Africa. Well, we're going to play a piece now, a traditional Zulu hymn. This is Ugutula. Tula. Mm-hmm. The soloist is Lindile Ngobo and the University of Joburg Choir under Renette Boer. Just such a beautiful version of that, Ugu Tula. Lindy Nengobo was the soloist with the University of Johannesburg Choir and the conductor Renette Boer. And I see Renette Boer recently with her choir has won some accolades at the World Choir Games, which were held in South Africa, and they were voted best choir or something. So. Uh, that I remember that piece well, Ukutula. I'm sure some of your choirs have sung
1: it as well. Oh, We love Ukutula. It's very emotional for me to hear it. And there's one of the youth orchestras in Cape Town that are doing it, the Cape Town Youth Orchestra under Leon Starker, is doing it ex- exceptionally well as well. Um, and it was actually done by one of the international choirs at our um, Serenade Festival this year. So it was amazing to hear foreign people singing yeah. Ukatula. Well, and I the same for Bawu, for instance. Yes. You taught the Yale Alumni I Chorus. Remember. <laughs> Bawu, with a lot of fun, still in the SABC, S-A-B-C, S-A-B-C studios. S-A-B-C studios, I yes. Remember. And uh, when they performed it at Linda, they still perform it to this day. Oh, oh really? And the conductor, Jeff Dahmer, teaches it to the Yale Uh, a glee club every year and they take it on tour and we were in um, Cuba with Yale Alumni Quarters and suddenly they broke into Bawu and the Cubans loved it they started rocking with it (laughs) It do they do all the movements as well not quite as good as we do it yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but it's amazing I think people are inspired by the music of Africa and there's a lot of fantastic music we um, actually have
1: um, uh, in our Islamic festival, which is right now going on, we have uh, a group here singing it um, from the U.S. And I was so surprised that they're African American. So uh, for the local choirs, uh, local audiences here, when they see them, it's not so strange to see them do uh, sing to hear them sing Bawo. Uh, but for them to do the movements and see the stiffness in it, and yeah. you remember how much fun we had teaching the Yaelists to do that. But um, they actually brought in one extra quick shuffle, which is very surprising, and the audiences just love it. They go crazy for it. That's wonderful.
0: So uh, those those early concerts that we did together with the Yale Alumni Choir sort of paid off in the long run, which is wonderful.
1: It paid my way into um, classical movements because then after that tour, um, uh, I met Nita at the same time as you for the first time, but I've been working with them for a long time. Um, And then they said, well, you need to come to to the U.S. We want to start a choir festival in South Africa. We need to teach you how to do it. We train you. And I went there for two weeks, and I went to see some of their groups who were thinking about coming to South Africa and were concerned about what they hear about South Africa. Went to speak to parents of children and things. And and all those groups, in the end, came over the years. And um, we've had so much success with this uh, choir festival that it's just... uh, very uh, satisfying um, situation and then the next thing um, Nita and I got romantically involved and we were married in 2010 and since then I've been living in the US just outside DC with an uh, uh, emphasis on outside DC.
0: (laughs) Well we're going to hear more about Iclombe in a moment but let's listen to some Beethoven now because when the orchestra comes here it's playing Beethoven, and we're going to hear a bit of the Ninth Symphony. This is the second movement of Symphony No. 5. That was the second movement of the Symphony No. 5 by Beethoven, played there by the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra under Sir Simon Rattle, the choice of Johann von Sale, who's my guest in People of Note. And, Johann, you mentioned uh, in passing there the Illombe festival, which was something that uh, was started by classical movements in South Africa because they wanted a choir festival, and you have choir festivals in other places as well, not only here.
1: That's correct, yes. Um, uh, The company um, loves to invest in the countries that we tour to, and South Africa was obviously for the choral world um, a big choice because of our choral history of all our different population groups, um, ethnic groups that have such a tradition of singing. So they used to have a festival in uh, Vienna, Salzburg and Prague for many years, Um, but there's so many festivals in Europe now that we just got to a stage that the competition uh, every year and the marketing of all of this has just become too much. So we, we stopped that. Um, about two years ago. Then we had one in um, South America doing Brazil and Argentina. That, unfortunately, had to be stopped about two years ago with the Zika virus because no um, people want to let their children tour there yeah, with yeah, that yeah. threat. Uh, but we've got two others, and that's the Shlombi one year that's now in its 10th year. And then the, um, which I, sorry, which I must say has a big um, tradition of teaching all the choirs that are coming here, many of these African songs that we've just listened to. Um, And then uh, we have our Serenade Festival, which is in Washington DC every year, just at the beginning of this month, um, uh, the month of July normally. And um, it's been noticed um, so much so that the Kennedy Center is now co-presenting every year since last year. And as I said, we had the JFK 100 Centennial last year, and this year it was Mandela.
0: Well, you're going to have to think of what's going to be next year now. (laughs) Yes. Are you you planning ahead already? (laughs) Um, You must be, sure. We
1: are, yes, but I don't want to uh, talk about that at this (laughs) stage. Um, (laughs) Some of it might still change. But then we've also started, three years ago, we started an opera um, young artist festival in Prague. And um, actually, I went exploring the whole of the Czech Republic to find a second base for it before it moves into Prague. And we are actually performing in the Estates Theatre where Mozart conducted himself. And there's a little plaque where he stood when he conducted the um, premiere of Don Giovanni. And the first two years we did Don Don Giovanni in the Estates Theatre. It's wow, exciting. And we've got normally about 20 uh, nationalities from all over the world, young artists um, participating, 45 um, instrumentalists and uh, 45 uh, voice. Do you Uh, have some from South Africa also? Yes, there's a guy there this year as well. Um, and we've, uh, this is the first South African to be there this year. Um, but we've had some amazing Don Giovanni's, and the first two years of the festival, we had three years of the festival. One of our faculty, we have amazing faculty from the Czech Philharmonic, from Berlin Philharmonic, from London, from the US. Uh, there's just some, so many top names that, um, that these students are learning from. But in the first two years, we actually had Cheryl Mills as our Don Giovanni of old time, um, and uh, and um, it was amazing to work with him as well. He's also getting on now, but um, that's a f- fantastic experience.
0: And one of the pieces that you're playing, or the orchestra, Minnesota Orchestra will be playing on this tour, is the Symphony No. 9 by Beethoven, and here's part of it. That was the final section of the Symphony No. 9 by Beethoven, the Tornhalle Orchestra of Zurich and the Swiss Chamber Choir were conducted by David Zinnman with various soloists. And that is definitely one of the pieces that you're, the Minnesota Orchestra is playing on its tour when it comes here in a couple of weeks' time.
1: Yes, um, Cape Town, Durban, Pretoria, certainly the full Beethoven's Ninth. Uh, in so uh, and are you working with different choirs in each place? Um, Sorry, I'm, 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 uh, we're not doing that in those three s- cities, I was just yeah. um, saying it wrongly. They're only doing it up here in Gauteng, okay. and that's why we've got choirs yeah. here. Okay. So um, the um, uh, uh, Gauteng Choristers will be doing the Johannesburg and the Soweto part yes. of it, and Soweto will only do the last movement. Yes. Um, the concert is a bit shorter there than other places, but also the, the tradition of singing um, a long piece like that might be uh, but too much for us in Soweto.
0: And uh, But the orchestra is is going to Cape Town and Durban. Are they playing a slightly different program? A, a different program. Yeah. I don't have it here with me, unfortunately. And where are you performing in Cape Town?
1: In the City Hall. Oh, the I, newly I, refurbished. Oh, my goodness. I just saw a picture of it uh, yeah. last week that um, uh, was sent to me by... Um, Bye bye bye. Um, my goodness. One well, of well, the people from yeah yeah of course from Cape Town, yeah. believe that I Louis Heinemann yeah, Louis of course, Einemann, Louis yes. Einemann, of course. Um, and uh, I'm so excited to be there. I'm yeah. going to see it next week. I want to see it. Yeah. I'm popping down there.
0: Quickly. Yeah, it's going to be quite fun because I'm uh, I'm performing there in September but but I think you you're right near the beginning because it's only opening at the beginning of August I Yeah, think. we'll break it in for you. Yeah, thank um, you. The,
1: <laughs> the um uh, the Cape Philharmonic uh, concert the first yes, week and yes. then we have the second. Yeah, week. I know they're
0: doing Mahler 2. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up very soon and then you come after that and I think it's very exciting to be in a newly refurbished hall because I guess you perform in fantastic halls around the world.
1: Oh yes, um uh the uh, Minnesota Orchestra will actually be coming from the proms um, in, in London, London uh, to South Africa. Um, so they'll be there and then coming here. Yeah. So it's an extension of the
0: tour. And I'm just interested, uh, It's the fir- you say it's the first American orchestra to visit Africa, the first professional American mm-hmm. orchestra to visit Africa. That seems extraordinary to me. I mean, here we are in 2018, uh, and American orchestras travel widely. I'm amazed that no one's ever been to Africa. I mean, even to Morocco or to Cairo, Mm -hmm. Um,
1: we researched it quite well to yeah. make that statement and we could really not find uh, and yeah. we have not in all our marketing of it in that way. We've not had anybody stand up and say you're wrong. Yeah. So we believe it's uh, correct. Um, I think the main reason is funding. Yeah. It's costly to travel, as you know, with an orchestra. And then uh, there's no real funds in these countries for something like that. Yeah. The, the ticket sales are just not going to cover it. Yeah.
0: And what was, well, we're we're going to hear some Mozart. Now, you talked about Mozart a moment ago in Prague, and I know Prague was one of the places where he had great success with his music. Here's the overture to The Marriage of Figaro, and then we'll talk about, you know, how it came about that Minnesota is here. So, Marriage of Figaro, Bavarian Radio Symphony Orchestra the wonderful Marriage of Figaro Overture by Mozart, played by the Bavarian Radio Symphony Orchestra under Sir Colin Davis. The choice of Johann von Sale, who's my guest in People of Note. He's the Senior Vice President of Classical Movements. And this is the company which is bringing the Minnesota Orchestra to South Africa. And if you haven't already booked for that concert, you should do so soon. It's happening at the City Hall and then also in Soweto. And I'll give you the dates later on in the program. We're going to take a short break, it's nearly seven o'clock and after the break we'll talk more about the visit of the Minnesota Orchestra. And welcome back to the second hour of People of Note. My guest, if you've just joined us, is Johan von Sale, who's the Senior Vice President of Classical Movements. This is a travel company which specializes in musical events and they are bringing the Minnesota Orchestra. To South Africa. This is the first time that a professional American orchestra is visiting South Africa and Johan I'm interested to know why it was the Minnesota Orchestra that is coming here for the first time. I know you said they were going to the proms in London but I mean it's like a long way out of their way before they go home. How how did that happen?
1: Yeah, it's a long, expensive way to go back home. <laughs> the um, Minnesota Orchestra has traditionally been known as an orchestra on wheels. Um, when they started in 1903, shortly after, they started touring around the U.S. Um, and um, they also went in 1929 and in thirty to Cuba, for instance. Um, so they are known for their travels. They travel all over Europe and with their conductor, um, Osmo who who's a Finn, of course, they travel to Europe quite often and um perform all over there um for orchestra travel um it's usually you get invited by certain halls you get paid a fee um you most of the times the fees that you are paid doesn't make up the cost of travel but um coming to Africa is totally different It's a total hole of payment out and so they had to be committed to this but after they 2015 first return of a new orchestra to Cuba had raised so much press internationally and has uh, changed the orchestra in a way of them seeing that they can co- um, contribute to the community, not just go and play a concert and go home. Um, they actually were involved with students, they has played side by sides, and the musicians were having so much fun in that, that they've actually got projects going on now still from that. Um, we, uh, Nita Helms has always wanted to bring an orchestra to two places in the world. One, her um, original country of birth, India, and the other one, South Africa. And have you done uh, India yet? Not yet. So South Africa's first. Um, so when we proposed it to them, they uh, were looking at it. The economics didn't make sense, but they really liked the presentation and what we promised that we could deliver here in South Africa, and um, the fact that we could uh, tell them that they are uh, classical movements is alive and w- uh, classical music, sorry, is alive and well in, in Africa, which they didn't uh, really know. that <laughs> yeah.
0: well. well, your next choice is an- another Mozart excerpt. It's Porgy and from the Marriage of Figaro, Arline Auger is the soprano with the Drottingholm Court Theater Orchestra under Arnold Ostmann. "Porgi Amor from The Marriage of Figaro by Mozart. Ali Noget singing there with the Drottingholm Court Theater Orchestra under Arnold Ostmann. Just quickly, you mentioned Osmo Vanska, who's a Finn. Now, I think he's been to South Africa before because he conducted the youth orchestra here on a couple of occasions, I think. So he's an old friend of South Africa.
1: He loves South Africa. He came, uh, as far as I know, just once, um, uh, about three or four years ago, and um, conducted the the, um, South African National Youth Orchestra. And um, he was very excited by that. And so when we came and we said, look, um, he actually said that he wants to come back and bring his orchestra to... um, uh, South Africa. And when we proposed that, he was
0: one of the forerunners for it. He was very open it. to it. Yeah. Very open to it. And just tell us about cultural diplomacy, because it seems that you're more than just a travel company. You're not just oh, yes. organizing travel.
1: Yeah, some people sometimes make the mistake and they call us a travel company. We don't like it that much because yeah. we we believe we bring a lot more. Our um, uh, slogan for the company is moving the music, changing the world and um currently in this or oh, in this uh, time uh, frame that we are in now we've had lately a lot of collaborations in um, refugee camps in Europe for instance and it's amazing the reactions you get. There are some musicians pre- amongst those people sitting in those dire conditions having left their instrument behind. You can imagine how traumatic that is for mu- musician. And we've had situations with orchestras traveling through and we arranged for them to do to play just little ensembles in these camps and th- then suddenly musicians pop out. Um, we had a situation in um, Utrecht in um, uh, earlier this year with the um, uh, St. Louis Symphony on tour, where they uh, wanted to play, discovered that there are some musicians around without instruments. One of our uh, marketing people went on Facebook and sourced anybody with the typical instruments that they use. Um, these were Syrians. And they people from Amsterdam brought in instruments. There were other musicians who brought in and suddenly we had four musicians of the um, orchestra playing, but we had about 11 people that nobody knew that they were actually musicians and they hadn't played for over a year, haven't touched an instrument for over a year. Some of them were crying actually.
0: Mm. No, it's it's very moving what happens. I was just a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed uh, a Rwandan refugee on this very program and that was also a very moving story about you know, the difficulties of moving to a new country. It took four months to get here uh, by road and walking and rail. It's, uh, it, there are incredible stories of bravery and fortitude and just, you know, staying on course to get to a new place. It's just unbelievable. And I'm sure music means a lot to people.
1: We were arranging a, a pre-tour. We were on a pre-tour for Yale Alumni Chorus who's going to Greece next year. So we went to visit some uh, refugee camps to see where we could do some collaborations. And we found that there are some people around teaching kids to sing. And in those conditions that they are, those moments of joy that you see on those faces from kids of five and six years old up to teenagers um, singing. And um, while we were there, the uh, person who's uh, uh, doing this uh, 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 teaching said that they have a special song for me um, and these kids broke out into Shosholoza. <laughs> in in, in <laughs> the accents and things didn't work yeah. that well but they even tried the movements and it was so surprising as a surprise to me
0: just because they yeah. knew I was from South Africa. But I think also you know when uh, people's culture is one thing that's destroyed normally on yes. these these long treks to new countries and it must be amazing for them you know to find somewhere where they can actually express themselves in their own culture again.
1: Oh yes, yes. Um, you can hear them singing their, um, their traditional songs um, and uh, it's, uh, the faces blossom. You know, you see these people walking with stark faces in amongst these uh, accommodations. Some, these in Greece are very good places, but some of the um, uh, refugee camps are not really good conditions to be in, and people are living there for eight, nine months, a year, two yeah. years. It's really not good.
0: Your next choice is someone who went to America from Europe, Antonin Dvorak. He spent some years there in New York, and this is his cello concerto in B minor. It's the finale, Truls Mork with the Oslo Philharmonic. The finale of the cello concerto by Antonin Dvorak and Truls Mork was playing with the Oslo Philharmonic Orchestra under Maris Janssens. The choice of Johann von Sale, who's my guest in People of Note.
1: Yes, Richard, I would like to just um, elaborate a little bit more about the cultural diplomacy. Um, We've got on our website quite a uh, lot of information about how our company gets involved in this. But in South Africa, for instance, we usually choose um, music, classical music and music um, uh, benefits uh, for this uh, cultural diplomacy or outreach sometimes. But um, in South Africa, the plight of the wildlife is... um, Also, very close to our hearts, and um, we're quite involved in uh, Save the Rhino project and the Rhino Pride Foundation as well. So, um, there's some donations made for every person that comes to South Africa on tour with us every year to the Rhino Pride Foundation, to protecting the rhino.
0: Well, that's quite interesting because when you first started talking to me, you said that you came from a safari company. Yes. So, my my own safari company that I have, yeah. Was that. Uh, taking people to game parks and yes, so like, Yes, yeah. and
1: um, uh, one of our specialities w- is still to this day, um, pl- golfing in the wild. So mm-hmm. golfers from Europe come out and play golf, and we go to Leopard Creek. and what, some Also of under others. your
0: auspices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, i so still there, got myself. So another there is another, another
1: yeah. side to this. That's right, that's right yes. So um, we play in uh, golf courses in the game parks. You know, then Palabarva, there's um, Hans Marensky, and... Oh, no, no, this is where they, you have sort of warthogs running across the fairway and so yeah. on. Yeah, or you can't go out on the tee. There's a leopard that's just on a kill, <laughs> so you've got to wait a while.
0: <laughs> and, and how many of these are there? I mean, there's Palabora, I know about. Yeah, uh, the
1: others? And then there's the Leopard Creek, which is the famous one, the best golf course in this country. Which is where? Num- number one. It's uh, on, at Malalan near Malalan on the river, Crocodile River. And then there's um, one in uh, Skakuza. There's inside Skakuza, there's a golf course as well. And uh, Sun City, is there? Um, Sun City, yes. Is uh, that different? We, uh, that's different. It's yeah. not really in the game park. Yeah. But, um, and it's, uh, we, we don't go to Sun
0: City for that purpose. Yeah, yeah, but
1: yeah. Uh, in, on the Wild Coast, there's a very good one yeah. as well,
0: yes. Okay. And are there people, uh, so there are, well, there must be people who come just on a golfing holiday, but for specifically connected to wildlife. Yes.
1: They that's want to do strong. safaris as well, and we combine yeah. them for them.
0: So where do people find out about all this? Tell us your website. um, Classicalmovements.com Simple as that, www.classicalmovements.com Another
1: another aspect of our company is, of course, the commissioning of new music, as you know, and we might talk about that as well.
0: Well, let's listen to O Fortuna from Carmina Burana by Karl Orff. This is the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra and Radio Choir under Simon Rattle. O Fortuna, from Carmina Burana by Karl Orff, performed there by the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra and the Radio Choir under Simon Rattle. And some of you may have been at the performance which was here recently in Johannesburg, the Symphony Choir, singing with the Joburg Festival Orchestra. It's always an exciting piece to listen to, especially that opening and closing chorus, O Fortuna. I'm talking to Johan van Seel, who's the Senior Vice President of Classical Movements. They're bringing the Minnesota Orchestra to South Africa, and they'll be here very soon. But you also, we, we've been talking about the choirs that you bring here, and we haven't really talked about the Itlombe Festival enough, I don't think, because uh, this year you had, how many, ten choirs at, uh, at the itlombe Festival?
1: We've, we've uh, actually got five, six, seven international choirs. And then we have uh, several South African choirs, so they're closer to 20
0: Glosh. in total.
1: And does that take place in one center in South Africa? No, um, this is where it's different. Is we, have, uh, we normally uh, have concerts in and around the um, Pretoria area, Johannesburg, Soweto. Our opening concert is usually the one in Regina Mundi. Uh, it's very tradition. It's now already a tradition that we are there every year, and then we go down to the Western Cape, and we will have concerts around that area. It's not a- every year in the same place, but we we go uh, in Cape Town itself, of course, in Stellenbosch and in Barrow. Um, And then, of course, in some of the uh, traditional townships, Guguletto is one of the ones that we do often. Bonte is a fantastic concert venue there in a church. And uh, there's some amazing choirs there that we collaborate with. And one of the other collaborations that we do is with Liesl Gaffley's groups, the Kensington Corral in the um, Kenmere district in Kensington area. So um, we certainly work in those areas.
0: But there's also more to it than that because you get local uh, choir conductors to share some of their traditions with your American or visiting choirs, they're not all from America.
1: Most of the concerts start with a pre-concert workshop where the local uh, choir will teach the visiting choir some South African song that they can sing together at the end of the concert, which is very popular with the audiences, as you know. Um, And then uh, also teach a bit of the tradition of the movement and the dancing and the singing. And then the visiting choir might even teach something
0: to the other choir. And this is a collaboration that everybody enjoys. We're going to listen now to some music by Edward Elgar. This is Nimrod from the Enigma Variations, played by the London Symphony Orchestra under Sir Adrian Bolt. And then I want to tell you to tell me about your commissioning program that you have. Sure. That was Nimrod from the Enigma Variations by Sir Edward Elgar, the London Symphony Orchestra under Sir Adrian Bolt. And I just heard you saying under your breath how much you enjoy that piece.
1: Yes, it's got a specific history. The Boston Philharmonic Youth Orchestra's um, conductor is very fond of it, and they play it on every tour,
0: so I hear it often. (laughs) You've got (laughs) used to it. Uh, Now, just tell us about your commissions, because you have a whole program of new commissions, and in fact, on this tour, you've commissioned a new piece from Bongani and Dodana Breen,
1: that's correct yes and it's about the teachings or the beliefs of um, Cla- of um, Nelson Mandela that he's put into uh, music and it, it's a wonderful piece um the world premiere will be in um, Minneapolis on the uh,
0: soon and then uh we're we'll bringing it to South Africa and will it be performed in all the different centers yes, in south yes. africa and uh, after this piece which is coming next I'll give all the dates of the various concerts so that you can for our okay. listeners so that you can just diarize them, but just it's a whole program of new commissions though that you've built up over the years.
1: Yes, um, uh, Nita Holmes, our president, has started this in 2005 and commissioning for our clients that tour with us regularly and giving something back to them. And whenever they travel, say for instance they're going to a country like Estonia, um, we would say, okay, let's commission a piece from a composer in Estonia, and then um, they learn the piece, go there, work with the um, composer and round it off and then perform it around. It's very popular with local audiences if you perform a local piece in their language and um, it's very satisfying to us as well to stimulate um, the music econ- economies of other countries where we tour and to build up this repertoire of or this whole basis of new commissions that we have we one of our big significant ones we did recently was for the Baltimore Symphony at their centennial we did um, ten um, uh, ten uh, what do you call it um, pieces that they could play as encores. okay for they and that was uh, very satisfying many uh, female composers involved and um, uh, good music good music
0: your next choice is Plaisir d'Amour by Jean-Paul Martini. It's sung by Andrea Bocelli. That was a piece by Jean-Paul Martini, Plaisir d'Amour, sung by Andrea Bocelli with the London Symphony Orchestra under Lauren Marzel. The choice of Johann von Sale, who's my guest in People of Note. Johann, do you... I know you're based in America, but do you move orchestras from other places around as well, from Europe or from England or South America?
1: Yes, um, we, we have had um, orchestras traveling with classical movements that are not based in the U.S., not non-U.S. orchestras. Um, we also uh, do a lot of choirs from other countries, you know, we would have… Uh, to America? Or to America to and Europe. to other countries. Yeah. We w- yeah. would like from Australia to South Africa, okay. from Australia. The, one of the ones that was to me a little, um, uh, uh, there's actually two sample uh, examples of uh, we arranged a choir that normally travels to us from Australia to go to Vietnam, which is so close to Australia, they could have just gone across the ocean yeah. and gone there. And the more recent one is we've got a choir in uh, Zurich, just outside Zurich in a town called wintertour and they 've been to South africa and they 've decided they want to tour with us so we 're taking them all over and last year they went to Poland from winter, which they could have driven across in a bus, <laughs> but they asked <laughs> us to arrange the tour because of our connections in these countries yeah, yeah, and we can put on concerts and we can uh, we have connections with composers with choral conductors and with uh, you know the concert possibilities are just enormous and uh, it's tough work because to get an audience in the summer in Europe to come inside and to listen to music is often
0: tough. Well and I suppose there are just uh, dozens of concerts going on in all these places. Oh yeah. Prague oh my gosh. And lots of touring groups who want yes, to do concerts. Yes yeah. yes yes. Um
1: we are very fortunate we have some uh, very very good um uh, ensembles traveling with us uh, both um youth orchestras as well as um uh, choirs and then professional orchestras uh, quite a number and we are very uh, blessed in that and we uh, but we certainly um have a niche of the market that we enjoy doing.
0: Well, I'm just interested and also for our listeners and I'm not asking you to reveal any secrets, but just give us an idea of the scale of moving, let's say 300 people now to South Africa. We are talking, I should think several million rands. Yeah. Um, I think it,
1: Sounds a little less if I say it in dollars. Um, it's about two, <laughs> two and a half million. Two and, uh,
0: and a half million dollars. dollars. Yeah, this is a lot of money so, by um, any standard.
1: The uh, you know they bring a professional orchestra bring all the instruments. Yeah. They don't. Uh, youth orchestras don't have that budget, so we all normally rent instruments, the bigger instruments, in countries where we go. So, um, but this is different. They bring everything. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Well, now we're going to hear that famous bit at the beginning of Also Sprach Zarathustra. This is that famous sunrise moment. Richard Strauss is the composer of the London Symphony Orchestra. I love that wonderful moment there where the organ comes in. That's the opening section of Also Sprach Zarathustra. Richard Strauss the composer with the London Symphony Orchestra under Michael Tilson Thomas. We were just talking about um, bringing groups let's say like the minnesota orchestra to south africa with all their instruments that must almost need a plane on its own i should think yeah
1: now those are coming in on chartered planes um, yeah. the um and then locally we have uh, huge um transport carriers with temperature control because of you know the instruments need to be at a stable temperature and um uh Move them around. Um, the planning of that, you know, moving, f- uh, flying into Johannesburg with those instruments because we couldn't get them into Cape Town. There's just not enough plane space for them. So um, they came in. They coming in into Johannesburg and then being transported down to Cape Town, and then from Cape Town to Durban as a touch and go because the cl- concerts are relatively close to each other. And um, the security and the uh, arrangements, not security, but the safety actually of the instruments and is a very high priority.
0: So just let me tell listeners where these concerts are happening. 10th of August is in Cape Town at the Cape Town City Hall, the 12th of August at the Durban City Hall, then the 16th there's a concert in the Aula at the University of Pretoria, the 17th at Regina Mundi in Soweto, and then the 18th At the City Hall in Joburg. So five concerts around South Africa, and I just want our listeners to bear in mind also that the instruments have to get from place to place. So they're coming into Joburg, then off to Cape Town and around the country, and then of course leaving from here again. So it's quite an investment in in the South African economy in a way. I mean, you say it costs two and a half million dollars, And a lot of that must be spent here on hotels, transport, food, all that sort of stuff. Game
1: park. Game park. (laughs) um, We've got a tradition of groups that we bring to South Africa. They're very compact because they perform as well, but we do take them on a safari. We do take them to... um, see uh, the sites of South Africa, Table Mountain, Cape Point, and all these other places that we normally go to, and some of the um, places like the uh, Apartheid Museum and Soweto. Uh, We certainly go to places in Soweto as well. So the investment of people coming to South Africa is uh, quite a contribution. Uh, We did a con calculation some years ago, but it's now outdated. But it's really, we bring a lot of money into the country as well in this way.
0: Fantastic. And here comes the Minnesota Orchestra. This is the Infernal Dance of King Hatche by Igor Stravinsky. Music by Igor Stravinsky from The Firebird. That was played by the Minnesota Orchestra under Stanislav skrovachevsky And that orchestra will be here under their conductor now, Osmo Vanska from the 10th until the 18th of August, and if you can possibly see them, do go, because uh, the chances of another professional American orchestra coming here Are probably quite low, Johan? I would think so, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's a a massive investment.
1: We are actually hoping this might spark an interest. We've had uh, similar situations in other countries where we've had broken new ground and then there's interest, but it will probably not be professionals. It will be a lot of youth orchestras, very good quality ones.
0: Well, we already get, we've had the Kalamazoo Mm. uh, Youth Symphony here this year. So, I mean, youth orchestras are on our radar. But this is a different story altogether. Oh, it's altogether. totally different, yes. And if you want further information, just go to the website, www.classicalmovements.com. www.classicalmovements.com for all the information about the Minnesota Orchestra, where they're playing and when and how much and where the tickets are available, all that sort of thing.
1: There's a prominent... Um, uh, uh spot on the home page that they can click on. It's very prominent. They can't miss it. It's easy to find.
0: So there you are. Please go there. And one of the pieces that was sung on a previous visit here by the Yale Alumni Choir was this, The Heavens Are Telling from the Creation. This is the Choir of King's College Cambridge under Sir David Wilcox. The Heavens Are Telling from Haydn's Creation. That was the Choir of King's College Cambridge under Sir David Wilcox. and. We've just had a visit here from Jesus College Choir in Cambridge, and it's amazing how many choirs have been to South Africa this year. And I've been speaking to Johan van Seyl, who's uh, part of classical movements, and they are bringing an orchestra to South Africa as well as choirs. So, and they've got a big investment here in South Africa in the Illombi Festival. So Johan, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. It's uh, been wonderful to have you on the program, and. We look forward to seeing you at these concerts with the Minnesota Orchestra. Thank you, Richard. We really appreciate the fact that we could have been
1: here. And um, we are so looking forward to this um, uh, series of
0: concerts. Yeah. So don't forget to book, uh, book soon so that you can hear this amazing orchestra. Thanks to Pete for helping us put the program together. And thank you all for listening at home. Until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.